Hey Christ Community and friends, my name is Gabe Coyle and I am the campus pastor at Christ Community's downtown campus. This past week, we as a staff and a couple volunteers were at the downtown campus taking the appropriate precautions, of course, um, beginning to plan our first downtown campus online service, which will begin on Sunday, May 24th. While we don't know when we're going to be able to gather together again as a campus, we don't know that timetable yet. There's a matrix of about five or six different factors that are coming into play. We do know and have great confidence that our mission is not defined by gathering on Sunday, although we find gathering on Sunday is extremely important. Praise God that he can continue to cultivate us as a caring family of multiplying disciples, influencing our community and world for Jesus Christ as we continue to gather online or in small group contexts. We'll have more information about that coming soon. But today, Pastor Ben Beasley will be guiding us in our midweek devotional through John chapter 6 and how it connects with the Lord's Prayer as you and I learn to more aptly pray kingdom-focused prayers. So if you haven't already, grab your Bible, find yourself a comfy spot to sit, and let's dig in together in this week's midweek devotional. Hi, everyone. It's good to be back with you. just want to say a quick word of thanks to Gabe again for this opportunity to share a brief devotional with you. And I'm just going to share again what I've been going through in my devotional life. This morning I was reading through John 6, and this is where Jesus claims that he's the bread of life. So let me start by reading uh, a few words of what he says in John 6. He says this in verse 35. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. And then down in verse 53, Jesus says, he continues, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. Now this is a really confusing passage if you take it at face value. But this morning it reminded me of the Lord's Prayer. And right in the smack dab in the middle of the Lord's Prayer, Jesus instructs us to pray something interesting. He says to pray, give us this day our daily bread. And that's in Matthew 6 Verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. And so in John 6, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. And then here in Matthew 6, Jesus says, give us this day our daily bread. And what I want to do in this devotional is try to connect the two. So in seminary, um, a number, a few years ago, I was in a Greek exegesis class and we were studying the Lord's Prayer. And the most difficult word to translate in the Lord's Prayer is this word daily. Give us this day our daily bread. It's epiusan in the Greek. And we have good reason to translate it daily. Um, 
and saying that God, we're just asking God to provide for us materially in our material needs, that he would be our provider. But we also have reason to translate it as tomorrow's bread for today. So really meaning, God, would you give us this day tomorrow's bread for today? And we have good reason to translate that as like far tomorrow's bread, like end times bread, like a taste of heaven for today. And that's really interesting, that translation, when you take the context of the Lord's Prayer. Because right before the Lord's Prayer in verses 7 and 8, Jesus says this, listen to this, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. So here's a question. Why would Jesus tell us to pray for our daily needs when right before the Lord's Prayer, Jesus says not to pray like the Gentiles because God knows what we need before we ask him. And then just a few paragraphs down, Jesus talks about not being anxious and he tells us not to be anxious about our lives because God clearly provides for all of his creation and aren't we his most precious creation? And then again in verse 33, in this chapter, Jesus says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And then skipping back, let's skip back to the John's gospel in chapter 4. Jesus said, My food, my bread, is to do the will of the Father, the will of the one who sent me. That's in John 4, 34. And then again in John 6, which I read for you at the beginning, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. And so when we take these different scriptures, among other passages in scripture, we take those, then we can ask the question, and I think we have grounds to ask the question, what if daily bread in the Lord's Prayer is inviting me to understand in some way that Christ is my bread? That instead of concerning myself entirely with my material needs, shouldn't my prayer be that I feed on Christ and that I would be satisfied in Him. And this understanding of, of daily bread, it has helped me understand the difference in my own prayer life, the difference between self-focused prayers and kingdom-focused prayers. And self-focused prayers, I think, are, are this. Self-focused prayers are inviting, is inviting God to participate in my story or in my life on my terms. But kingdom-focused prayers are the inverse of that. Kingdom-focused prayers are asking God to welcome me into his story, the story that, of redemption that he was writing in the world on his terms. And often I find myself just inviting God into my life on my terms. But when I'm asking to be satisfied in God and that Christ would be my bread, then I'm having to take him on his terms. And so this uh, understanding that daily bread means uh, feeding on Christ has helped me differentiate between kingdom-focused prayers and self-focused prayers. And my prayer, my hope for our congregation downtown and our little church family is that we would pray kingdom-focused prayers in this time of coronavirus, 
we, we rightly can be concerned about uh, making sure that we're, we're provided for. Um, and it's okay to pray to God for our material needs. Um, it's absolutely okay to do that. God wants us to bring our needs and our anxieties before him. But let's also pray that God would invite us into this great story of redemption that he's writing in this world and in Kansas City. And that we wouldn't hesitate to be a part of that great story. So let me pray for us now. Father, we thank you for our church family. Thank you for your word, that it is the words of life. That it encourages us, it convicts us that we see your spirit moving in it. Lord, I ask that we as a church family, that we would continue to hear your spirit, to discern where you are prompting us to participate in this great story that you're writing in our world and you're writing here in Kansas City. Father, I pray that you would continue to provide for our congregation, that you would meet each person where they're at, you are the Jehovah Jireh, you are the provider. And so, Father, I ask that you would provide for each person at our downtown campus. And also, Lord, I pray that you would continue to encourage each person and us as a church family to participate on your terms and your kingdom. We love you, Lord Jesus. May we continue to be ambassadors for you throughout this city. It's in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray in his name. Amen. Hope to see you guys really soon. Thanks.